1: What's up and welcome back to Kind of Funnies The Mandalorian Season 3 Breakdown. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes. I'm joined by Grogu himself and the sad boy himself, Barrett Court. We've just done something truly unholy to Grogu, to Kevin, everybody involved. And we're going to have to look at that for the next six weeks. Yeah, exactly. We we chose this ourselves. Um, And joining us once again, making his return after last week, it's Anthony Carboni.
2: Oh, hello. I'm, I'm, hey, I'm down here. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Where you, po- po- you know, to, I'm all thrown away. I'm thrown off because he's down
1: there. And like, I just see a little bit on the screen of Sage, but it, it was, you know, it's a whole thing. I messed up guys. Okay. Can I'm, we just I'm, move I'm, on? I'm Tim's it? desk. <laughs> Don't tell him I'm here. <laughs> and then also making her return to Star Wars content here on kind of funny. She missed last week. It's Sage Ryan.
3: Woo! I miss you all dearly. Hello. It's very good to see you. Um, I was so upset about it. I screamed until I lost my voice. I was so heartbroken to miss the premiere.
1: Well, uh, let me give you the opportunity to let us know what you thought about the premiere.
3: Okay, can I be honest with y'all? Eh.
1: I'm so sorry. I was
3: so excited. I think Andor Andor broke me. I think Andor really messed me up. You hear this, Carmody? I think it really did. I think my expectations were like, a little messed up from it. Listen, because I really sat down and I was like, "Oh, it's all the stuff that we covered in Boba Fett." And I know, and I know, a lot of people didn't watch Boba Fett. I understand that they had to recap for those people. But here's what I'll say: title scroll, baby. Yeah, <laughs> any go. good old classic Star Wars <laughs> title scroll, and then we don't have to go back. We don't have to revisit. We know you're going to Mandalore. We know you're going into the mines. We know the poison, the, the poison stuff. We got yeah. it. and we know you're taking the baby. We know I know what we the like we be. said, like we said,
2: you weren't here last week, but like we said, there was a lot of table setting and a lot of catching up mm-hmm. for people that um, that didn't that didn't Boba Fett. But I think yeah. I think this episode they they put it back into place.
1: Yeah.
0: Also, We're, we
2: did get a Swamp Thing pirate man.
0: We did true. get a Swamp Thing that pirate man and a cool true. dog that was fight.
3: Fun.
0: I did like that. But yeah, uh, uh, Sage. That I, I think. That's kind of where some of us were at last week as well. Like, it felt like yeah. a having to kind of reset ourselves after Andor and, like, a gear shift back into what Mando is. Uh, so, yeah, I definitely understand where you're coming from from last week's.
3: Yeah. There was nothing wrong with last week's episode. No, absolutely not. Uh, I will say, actually, exploding those alligators, a little much.
1: The big alligator <laughs> explosion was
3: <laughs> actually maybe a little much. <laughs>
1: Well, we're gonna talk about episode two, which is chapter seventeen, The Minds of Mandalore, in just a second. But first, let me tell you, of course, this is the kind of funny screencast. You could watch it every week on YouTube.com slash kinda funny. Right now we're doing weekly breakdowns of The Last of Us and the Mandalorian. We only have one more week. Pedro Pascal Uh, season, baby. A lot of Pedro Pascal going on, and it's it's a great time to be daddy season for everybody involved. (laughs) Um, and yeah, you can check that out on Monday for the finale and then every Wednesday, uh, for the Mandalorian. Um, and on top of that, you can get it on YouTube. You can get it on Rooster Teeth. If you want it as a podcast, search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny screencast and we'll be right there for you. If you wanted to get the show ad free though, you got to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny, just like our Patreon producers, Nathan Lamoth, tripod plus plus Trent Barry, James Hastings and Casey Andrew have done. We love you all. So very, very much now. I want to start with you, Sage. Episode Me. one, you're a little bit eh, mm. on. What about episode yeah. two?
3: I definitely think it picked back up. Uh, we went for something that was like, "Hey, in case you forgot, this one's gritty," <laughs> um, and I'm cool with that. It was a it was a dark episode, both literally and uh, figuratively, emotionally. Um, I think that it was a lot more. It was just a lot more going on than the first episode, which makes sense, but I do still feel like we're in a place of table setting. I don't think we've gotten out of it yet. Um, and you know, it uh, we run into that with Disney Plus a lot, where Disney Plus tends to have these like little seasons where a good portion of it is taken up by getting you caught up to speed and setting a tone. Um, so I still feel like we were setting a tone for this season.
1: Hmm. What about you, Barrett?
0: Yeah, I definitely, like, remembering back to Mando season two, like, those first three episodes, I believe, definitely felt like setting the tone of, like, we go into the the weird whatever, like Ice Planet fighting the big spider and, like, uh, you know, getting Mando's ship out of there. And then eventually, I think, in, at the end of episode three with the the frog lady and all of her eggs and Grogu eating all the eggs. And then mm-hmm. finally uh, catching up with Bo-Katan at the end of episode three, I believe, from what I remember. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely see that as well. Um, I really enjoyed this episode. It, it, it felt like... A lot of our questions and theories from last week kind of got one 180, uh at least for some of my ideas of like this entire season being about getting to the minds of Mandalore and like doing all of these things to be able to get down there. And then all of that's kind of just done in this episode. So now I'm kind of mm-hmm. left off of like, all right, where the fuck are we going for the rest of the season? which has me really fascinated with uh, a lot of the stuff that we were kind of disappointed with Bo-Katan last week and mm-hmm. uh talking with like, her complete, uh, not complete, but, like, 180 and kind of reinvigorating the fire underneath her this episode and kind of getting a lot of setup of, like, oh, this is going to be a Bo-Katan-heavy season, possibly, especially after last week, where we're like, is she just done? Like, what's going on here? And uh, a friend of the show, Chastity, tweeted out last night. uh, I assume right, her and I, like, ended the episode right at the same time because we both tweeted at the same time. And she uh, tweeted out saying like it's interesting that they didn't put these first two episodes out at the same time kind of like Andor, the first three episodes were all released Mm -hmm. to kind of get like the all of the table like the uh set dressing out there for people to get invested in i think mando would have benefited from that with these first two episodes uh to have them come back to back and uh to to see where we're going um so yeah, I, I I enjoyed it. A lot of fun action, um, a lot of weird space stuff going on. I love the the weird worm mech dude in the in the underground, the like Grievous sucking underground. out yeah. Mando's mm-hmm. bone marrow, wherever the fuck that was. That was cool yeah. as hell. Uh-huh. Um, I, I I'm still not sold on this little dude hopping around. It still looks weird. He learned it from <laughs> Luke. Yeah, I know the he learned it from Luke. It's so weird though.
3: <laughs> I <laughs> like, learned it from you, Luke. <laughs> oh
0: man. It's just a, um, it's a weird combination of CG, but then also like almost feeling like stop motion of like having him like tied up with strings and trying to sell that. It's just a it's a very weird thing. But uh uh shout out to also the near the beginning of the episode, the, the Boon to Eve, uh, them seeing the fireworks and them celebrating like the night before. That was pretty cool.
1: Carboni.
2: Yeah, I also thought it was good.
3: <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sweet.
2: No, I thought this was a good one. I don't, I, I see what y'all are saying about releasing, releasing two at the same time. Uh, and obviously Disney Plus has a history of doing that. And I think what they're learning is they're giving a lot away real quick. Like they're given, <laughs> like they're doing these six episode series or these six episode seasons. And they're like, we're going to be the first two or the first three at once. And they're like, Shit, are we giving away a lot of content on one week? Like, should we be doing this? We're screwing up our own schedules. <clears throat> but, yeah. I, um, but I really enjoyed this. I didn't think this was as much table setting as the last one for sure. I think we had a lot of good forward motion.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, Agreed. Okay. And also, like, yeah, was that due to Genosian? What is he doing? Is he like he's he's Grievous? esque he's got his little eyeball in the projector. Like, what's happening? He's, I he, it. he keeps breaking. He keeps breaking off into smaller and smaller little bits of
3: buddy. So good. <laughs> I loved him. It was weirdly, Tim Burtony though, right? Yeah. Like, yeah
2: but it was good. I was looking
3: at that and being like, "Oh, we're doing Tim Burton Star Wars."
2: Yeah. It was good. It they took the they took the grievous like eyes in the inside of the tech and like turned it into like put it through like a weird projector thing. It was very like '90s, like it had a very '90s Tim Burton '90s. It, it goth reminded movie me aesthetic. Of, it
0: reminded me of Jabba's palace in Return of the Jedi and all of, like the weird creatures that you would see. Uh... At the, in the background of Jabba's palace. But it even
1: reminded me of like a mix of everything we've ever seen in Star Wars. Cause it's like (laughs) everything y'all are saying, but then also you add on like the, the dumpster creature in a new hope. Like there's just elements of like Mm. a lot of things there. And it was just like, I thought it was cool as hell. It was weird. (laughs) It was
2: cool. you, You can tell like when there's an episode that Favreau wrote because Favreau will introduce whatever he wants and nobody will tell him that he's not introducing anything. You know what I mean? We're like, whereas when you watch episodes that are written by other people, you get the feeling like they're always like, Oh, and I've always wanted to like do something with this character that already exists in star Wars. And maybe I'm allowed to do something with this. John Favreau is like, we've got robot Spidey's now and they can shoot out their eyeballs into smaller dudes. They'll (laughs) trap you inside of a rib cage. Like you're a barbecue spit, and they'll take your bone marrow. What's up? It's Star Wars, and everybody's <laughs> like, "Yeah, all right, man." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it is. Um, but this is also, I mean, Barrett. I gotta, I gotta say, as as our as our resident animated series boy, this has to be episode two of two where you are just overjoyed because we got so much Clone Wars lore and so many oh, yeah. Clone Wars winks.
0: Yeah, it, it was cool to see, like, kind of like introducing the more general audience who doesn't want to take the the time to go back to to clone wars which is understandable and uh really give the whole like Bo-Katan's kind of version of what that world means to her talking about her family um you know it, it, nice reminders that like yeah like she was part of like the royal family and and all that yeah. stuff and all um, that I mean just even just cool.
2: mentioning we mentioned Concordia we see Santari like where we we saw we saw uh, Satine in in Centauri like quite a bit, the capital city there. Yeah, and it was it was just kind of cool to have like all these all these Clone Wars shout-outs because we know like Clone Wars is where is where this series came from. It, it really did come from Dave's absolute love of Mandalorians and 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 Mandalore and just fleshing out those those ideas. And so it was fun to see uh, to see all that stuff kind of come in, you know. Yeah. Yeah, this I I enjoyed this and I I think I've come to
1: a point and like season 2 I really really loved of uh, Mandalorian. I think I've come to grips with what this show is which we're saying table setting a lot. We've talked about side quests a lot. I just think that it's what this is. I think mm-hmm. that every episode is going to feel like this. I don't think we're building towards mm-hmm. some like crazy big thing. Like we we talk a lot about things especially this week with Creed 3 of that are anime inspired. And like what does that mean? Like what does it mm-hmm. actually mean? It's like hyper reality, super dramatic, a lot of emphasis on um like the the drama of internal dialogues and mm. all of that kind of coming together to be like this hyper real thing that is something like a live action that is anime inspired. This we've said forever. It's video game inspired. Let's go get this yeah. upgrade. Let's go get a side quest from somebody. Let's do all this. And I feel like even in these two episodes, the amount that has happened, the mm. amount of places we went, the order in which you do them, it feels like me playing Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, where mm. it's like, oh, we pop Can over I this point.
3: Yes. This specifically feels like *Fallen Order. Yeah,
1: I'm going to pop over to this planet. I'm going to do this one thing. Oh, wait, I forgot. Now I have this. I'm going to go do that. And it's like, it's kind of weird, Mm. but I enjoy it. I don't know that it's worth waiting up until midnight to watch. Like, I do think that, like, (laughs) I I wish that this had that, like.
0: 9 p.m., just give it to me.
1: Honestly, and I I think it would really serve this show in particular to, like, make it a little bit. More just like early and accessible to people to get the conversation yeah, it, going. Kind of like, like
0: I, I love the HBO uh, version of, uh, of this. 6 p.m. Sunday, you know, everybody's chilling Sunday night, getting ready for the work week, and then sitting down to watch a thing for an hour, right? There and is. A I, I feel like Disney is, is missing pretending. that a little bit. Uh,
2: yeah, there's a, there's a pretending from Disney that we don't understand time zones and we don't have the internet yeah you know it's, what i mean like i don't know that the people on the east coast are already watching the mandalorian like come on I mean, there's I, no reason to keep it from some of us and not others of us like that's so weird also like i love all this talk about like larger plots and things like that they're called television episodes it's episodic somebody tweeted out the like earlier this week and i i retweeted it it's like people are talking so much about filler episodes of different series. And it's like, do y'all just mean TV? Are y'all just talking about television (laughs) where things are different episodes? Yeah. I think we've gotten to a place where
3: like, Yeah, there's an expectation, though, lately, because everything is so elevated, it's actually kind of hard to tell the difference between television and movies anymore. Mm. So we have very different expectations of it. Um, You know, every episode of Star Wars shows a lot of the time do feel like a movie. Every episode of a Marvel show feels like a movie. So, like, people are a little confused as what to expect to it when, like, that one individual night that they had with it didn't give them what a movie does. It didn't, like, wrap it all up with that perfect little bow and, like, didn't have the, like, big event.
2: Yeah. Also, like prestige TV, we've gotten used to being well. If this is a season, it's an eight-hour movie, and it's like, hey, that's a very new thing for television. Yeah. Yep. Like I that's that. e- even shows that are historically serial-based things, like your soap operas or your or your primetime dramas. They'll have a larger plot going on, but like every episode is an episode. Like mm-hmm. you're supposed to tell, and I don't mind that they're doing it. Uh, I, I just don't I think they're think doing that with this show. I think this show is so unique, where it is—it's
1: literally just a bunch of things happening, and you're going to like some of them, and you're not going to like others. Yeah, I think and those things just continue, and they don't even show respect to their own things. This season, mm-hmm. now two episodes in, I don't—we don't even need to talk about the hilarious Book of Boba Fett stuff. Even just compared <laughs> to what last season set up to where we're at now, mm-hmm. it just seems like a different show. Like it mm-hmm. feels like they're like, and again, whatever they're finding their footing and where what Star mm-hmm. Wars is, what Disney Plus is, what all this shit is, and everything I'm saying, I'm not complaining like mm. I in, no, enjoying I'm enjoying what I'm seeing is. here. Yeah. It just it is what it is. What it is is just very bizarre to me because there's cool characters that do cool things. I feel like so much of the plot going on and so much of what's actually like who's going where and why? It's like not interesting, but it's kind of like let's get let's show me the interesting parts and do the stuff. And whenever they do, I'm like I am interested. I don't care why you're sure. fighting right now, but the this fight's cool. This season
3: feels distinctly more video gamey, though, right? Like, oh, yeah. it is. And they,
1: is they all a have cartoon one,
2: It's a little <clears throat> more action. It's a little more video gamey. yeah.
3: Because, like, when he shows up and uh, Grief Cargo walks up, it's the most video game NPC of like. Hello there traveler. Good to see you again. And it like felt like this weirdest little like can lines and it's not even like a poor delivery thing. It's not bad. It was just so distinctly video game like and the people came across so much more as like NPC interactions. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, season 2 had
2: a had a point that we were getting to, right? Like season 2 was very much like I have to get this I have to get the child back to where the child belongs. Um and so that's and season 1 was very much like we, we've we got to get away from Moff Gideon and we've got to figure out what the... And so mm-hmm. this is much more... Yeah, this is much more all over the place in, in, uh, compared to the first two seasons, which is why I think it feels so different. Um, but I don't mind it. I, I don't mind it.
0: I don't know. I, f- I feel very differently, uh, especially coming out of uh, uh, the second episode. Um, I, I think Mando can be a little bit of both of... Setting up stuff for other shows, which was always my expectation. I never expected Mandal the show The Mandalorian to be the stuff where we, you know, Thrawn becomes the big bad. I-, I felt like Mandalorian was gonna be the kind of uh, you know, the base to kind of introduce some things to then set them up for other shows because of the era that were in and telling Star Wars, we're know, we know we're getting Ahsoka, we know, we know we're getting all these things, and so that was like I, I think Mando can be a little bit of both of setting things up not for its own show but for the larger expanded universe, but then also just you know tell little stories and stuff, and I think that's cool, and I'm really excited of where we go uh, for the rest of the the season, and for me everything that they kind of are setting up and to me it was a lot of setup of where they could be going um for the rest of the season and maybe i'm wrong because we talked about where i thought the rest of the season was so gonna, we're gonna go last it up
1: and then answer mm-hmm. next episode which is fine that's what yeah. this is but, it's just yeah. fun. but i don't yeah, know, but i, it I, I saw it that with we like, a, like... A,
0: a lot of the bo-katan stuff that they uh were introducing ideas of uh in this episode i i, I Kind of it clicked in my head at the end of it where it's like this is gonna be and maybe it's just the next episode, who knows? But for me it was like, Oh, we're gonna like radica- radicalize Bo Katan and like this is how she's gonna become the like the true leader of the the Mandalore uh, again, right? Or you know, she <laughs> it's obvious she knows how to wield this dark saber way better than Mando, right? Yeah, and then cool her- see
2: her it was cool to see her with the dark saber again. That was
3: yeah, fun. it was that super- was very cool. And I wish it wasn't a bloodline thing.
2: um it has to be
1: it's star wars baby yeah i
3: know but what if it wasn't yeah what if it wasn't but it's not it's It's not not necessarily necessarily... on my face was very funny
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's not necessarily a blood it's not necessarily a bloodline thing
3: Mm, she lays claim to mandalore because of her blood no but also no no but the dark saber
2: but the dark saber doesn't have to do with that the dark saber is one in combat that's all Mm-hmm. That like, is
3: true. That's one hundred percent true. That's not a bloodline thing. Also- and
2: she's she's had the dark saber before, and she knows how to use it. We like they. I'm they fully in favor
3: about- of her having the dark yeah. saber, but it's the implications of what it means for Mandalore yeah. that is all connected. That kind of makes me go like, yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> what if what if she was just a badass that could wield the dark saber, that had the mm-hmm. capabilities, that could win it in battle, that didn't have like a bloodline claim to Mandalore? <laughs> well, if? Think- yeah.
2: I think that's what they're setting up this season, though, is I think they're setting up th- that that both Din and Bo-Katan are going to have radically different ideas of yep. what being a Mandalorian is mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. radically different ideas about what Mandalore means by the end of this season. When you see, like, she's, she's talking to Din in this, like, really kind of sarcastic way, like, oh, yeah, I'll take you to the living waters. Oh, yeah, well, I, I recited the creed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> big deal but then when he talks about what but then when she says my father died fighting for mandalore and Mm -hmm. din looks at her and goes this is the way she's genuinely affected by it Mm -hmm. because she knows that like that means something to din and he's taking it very seriously Mm -hmm. and so like that moment between the two of them where he's like yeah i'm death watch and death watch is they're religious zealots but like we come from the same place and and i genuinely care for you um and, you know, where she like, you know, and even she's like Mandalore, Mandalore is cursed. We're not going back to Mandalore. Mandalore sucks. Don't worry about it. And then when she's in right. Mandalore again, she's like, oh, no, this is a big deal. And I miss Suntari and I miss I miss this whole civilization. You
1: mm-hmm. know, I want to keep talking um, so about th- this.
2: But before we do that,
1: to a word from our sponsors. Shout out to Shady Rays for sponsoring this episode. Look how cool I look. You too can look this cool. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and so much more. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. They'll also provide 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order and have donated over 20 million meals to date. That's fantastic. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. Exclusively for y'all listeners and watchers right now, Shady Rays has given out their best deal of the new year. You can go to ShadyRays.com and use code KINDAFUNNY for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. These are five star rated by over 200,000 people. Again, that ShadyRays.com. Use the code KINDA funny shout out to honey for sponsoring this episode honey is the easy way to save when shopping on your iphone or computer and thanks to honey manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past and we all know there's nothing better than the feeling of saving money honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart when you check out the honey button appears and all you have to do is click apply coupons you wait a few seconds you see the fun little dancing guy honey searches for coupons and it finds you the best ones. And then you just watch the prices drop. We here at Kind of Funny have been using Honey for years, and it's helped us save thousands on tech, costumes, food, you name it. Honestly, I just love how easy it is to just set and forget and save. That's the best part. Honey doesn't just work on desktops. It works on your phone, too. You just activate it on Safari on your phone. You save on the go. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. You can get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash kind of that's joinhoney.com slash kind of funny.
0: We took it all. We
1: brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our
0: backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end. What will I become? Senwa saga Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Anyway, the book of Boba Fett was just like such a
1: weird decision, you know? <laughs> I mean, it it feels like they needed the flashback a reset tank. Because <laughs> they were like, we 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 now have these characters, we need to take them in a direction, and that direction is where the season is right now. Mm. Like mm. during the break, we were talking a little bit about you saying that like this is exactly how season two was. I, I totally agree. Yeah. It, this is just more of it. I, I like that we're at a point yeah. now that. We have these characters, we're just going to put them on a bunch of side quests, but now things mm-hmm. we actually, places we actually care about that aren't tattooing, or characters we care about mm-hmm. might show up. Like, mm-hmm. Luke fucking showed yeah. up. Bo-Katan showed up. Ahsoka showed up. Yeah. That was all season two. So now watch No, I do. We get a new General I, Grievous
2: looking motherfucker.
1: That's cool as shit. <laughs> and like, I expect I to get a I do want to talk about,
2: though. When you're talking about you know seeing new stuff, I do want to go back. I want to talk about I want to talk about Bunta Eve, and I want to talk about seeing Pelly Motto again. Yeah, let's we I have to. Was right? We
3: have to well. because if I remember correctly, Tim, do you not like Amy Sedaris's character?
2: I don't think I'm alone
1: <laughs> in that.
0: <laughs> I'm, uh, say, no, you're not. You're really not. God, I asked. it's yeah. just, it's not the idea of her character. Like it's fine. It's just like again, it's and this is. Not to discredit, you know, different types of performances uh, across <laughs> different mediums, but it feels like um, theme park acting in a way um, that I don't feel like fits the show. And that's totally like. That's what they love. They bring her back every fucking season. Even in Boba Fett, she's in, like, I... fucking two and a half episodes. She's a fun character. She'd be a fun character to have around in Star Wars land in Disneyland. I don't think she fits this show, but that's as me.
2: How dare you, first of all? <laughs> I love Pelimoto, And I <laughs> love Amy I Sedaris, did... you know? Like, I, I love don't... Amy Sedaris. I do think that, like, this this. Her in this episode was weird because we have never we have never gotten the impression that Peli Motto is a scam artist and a thief <laughs> until this episode. Like maybe she's overcharging sometimes or whatever, yeah. but like yeah. but, but this whole idea of like Peli Motto is having Jawas strip down speeders and then selling the parts back to people and like this was very weird to me because it was a very different thing for the character. Mm-hmm. It's not incorrect for the character it kind of fits like you're saying barry it fits the style the way she plays it because it yeah. almost feels like everything she's saying is kind of like wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. Um, but it just feels like so from I, a
0: different show. And it's see, just look, so off putting to me.
2: I'm at the point
1: where I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I love her. Because why the hell not? Right. She had <laughs> yeah. a couple. She gave him his fucking Fast and Furious <laughs> N1 Starfighter. When it comes down uh-huh. and that thing is purring and she says it's purring, I'm like, you know what? I love you. When she's like, where's my little guy? I'm just like, you know what? I'm fucking here for you. All right. Yeah. This yeah. is stupid as shit. Yes. This is all stupid. You, and I'm having a good time.
2: <laughs> star like Wars it. is.
3: Okay. So I, I love her. I think she's hilarious and excellent. I do agree in this episode really for the first time I was really like, oh, okay. I don't know about this actually. Um, I don't know if now is the time necessarily for her. It's I understand there being like a comedic relief in that this is a particular episode. I just don't think it flowed as well as it normally does, but I do enjoy there being a character that can acknowledge how silly this shit is. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, totally. cause everything is taken so seriously. So having somebody who's like, where's my little guy? And like, I'm just like a weird auntie, I think is like something that yes. the show, like someone has to acknowledge that some of this is really silly, that this man is traveling with this baby. Dude, for I sure. I think it's funny criminal. though,
1: where just when we look at last week's episode and this week's episode, where we we talk, we see the trailers, we think of like, "Where's the? Mm-hmm. where might the plot go? We start talking about it. And then, and then we start watching the episode and we're like, oh, okay, cool. They're setting this up and that up. The This scene to that scene, the, the logic of it is just so funny to me where it's just like, got to get the droid back. So where does Mando go? To go see Bokatan. It's like, it just seems like there's weird, like this, then that. Yeah. And here yeah. we are, where it's like, oh, no. we got we to fix this. Oh, I'm just going to go get R5. I'm just going to go to Tatooine. That's the
2: big thing. The big thing to me was number 1, love seeing R5, love mm-hmm. seeing our good boy. Is that um, is
0: is the implication there is, is that the same broken yeah, as, that is, uh, R5 That is
2: R5 D4, he okay. of the broken motivator, um he of in in Legends continuity becomes a little Jedi droid.
3: Yeah, force sensitive
2: baby. Yeah, he's a little force yeah. sensitive droid. And mm. in current canon, well, semi continuity. If you ever, if you read the book uh, from a certain mm-hmm. point of view, it's a bunch of people wrote the story of Star Wars from diff- short stories from different characters' perspective. Right. And mm-hmm. in that Get story, uh, R5 D4 actually pretends, or 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 actually kind of uh, sabotages himself. In order to make sure that R two is the droid that Luke picks, it's um, a fun story because he knows that that R two and Luke need to meet because he he's part of the rebellion. Um, so it's fun to see R five. Uh, I like the characterization of R five as just like a little a little coward droid though. I Skippy. think that's fun. I like yeah. the Grogu Skippy cares the, about Skippy him the so much. I droid was his name. Uh huh. Um, so I loved. I, I, but it is weird that it was like, I only trust one droid. Only one droid can go with me. Only one droid can watch my son. Okay, I'll take this droid. Character development. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it,
1: guys.
0: And that was like on, one of those weird things that they set up in the first episode. And like, uh, that wasn't sold on me in the first episode of like, why does it have to be this one? Especially like, if you fix him, his memory is going to be lost anyway. Like, it, none of that made sense. And I feel like, especially the way they transitioned from it, it, it felt like, that was like a first draft idea, and then they quickly were like, "Fuck! It's too late to change it. Now we just gotta have to like kind of write it out to Mario like games. set." I don't know. It was such a weird decision.
2: It was. It was a little odd. Um, I did like, but I like that R five was part of it. Um, yeah. I, I also like. I also just kind of enjoyed. Um, I enjoyed that we now know that Bunta is is a week long festival. Hmm. Boonta goes for a week now. It's not just like Boonta Eve isn't just the big thing. It's like a. it's a whole week when They're people are just drunk. <laughs> they're getting drunk they're speeding through the streets i like, love that the-, the fucking tokyo drift going on it's like let's <laughs> yeah. go dude i
1: wish they i am the- a pod racer baby like i wanted i always want pod racer. so i was like i was so teased i was so teased i and was like, hoping we were gonna see a little bit of it on, but i did I like that you. and then flying I off with the like- fireworks and shit i was like yes ah, this is cool but like it's also not that cool like it's, it's just it's hard because like we just saw the eye in andor mm. and it was like right yeah. yo this is crazy cool and this is just like
3: Oh, that's kind, of, that's kind of
2: cool. <laughs> I was honestly
3: oh, yeah. really surprised that we didn't even get like a real second of pod racing when we flew in over that planet. I was like, oh, 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 okay, oh, oh, yeah, no.
2: no, no. Um, other things that I like to mention of we talked, they talked about Mandalore the Great, which is fun. Uh, I do love the idea of like the original Mandalore who like, uh, um, who who tamed the mythosaur, um, who yeah. is like. I don't know why they don't they didn't just call him Mandalore the ultimate, because in like pre in like the pre-new canon, it was Mandalore the ultimate if you ever played Kotor was like mm-hmm. the one yeah. who led who led the Mandalore against like uh, the, all the Mandalorians against the Old Republic and the Jedi and kind of like staked out the place in the galaxy for the Mandalorians. So, but I guess Mandalore, the great Mandalore, the ultimate. It's all fine. It's fine. But I like the mention of that. Like that was some more deep lore that was really fun for me. Um, I like those new little guys. I like those new guys who come at you with the green glass.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those guys
2: are good. This the, is weird. Weird, the, the weird six-eyed monkey man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. This they were like, the show, isn't not it? a six-eyed <laughs> monkey man fan?
1: Yeah, it was fine. I, don't, like, it, I felt like they were overused They're a little, little bit. cheap looking, I, which is Star Wars. I get it. It's just like. There mm-hmm. there's just something about the aesthetic of this show that just it just makes me giggle. It yeah. really makes it me giggle. It reminded
3: me of the the thick side um security from Boba Fett.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Ugh, yeah. I'm
3: forgetting what they're called right now. <laughs> Um, oh, when
2: they gave when they gave the Gamorrean guards like Gomorians. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Them, it like, reminded me of muscles.
3: the it reminded me of the good the Gamorrian thick baby boys. Yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. Rest in peace. They got they pushed off, off the cliff. Guys. Yeah, they got fucking pushed <laughs> off that cliff. Rest in peace, those or big thick out. boys. Um, yeah, to go back to the 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 Mythosaur uh, Mandalor uh, the great stuff. I thought that was really cool. And again, this is like why I'm excited for the rest of the season, especially because we got the whole. Him bathing himself in the in the mines already, and not that be the thing that we're building to of it being in the more, waters
2: of Lake Minnetonka.
0: Yeah, and it being <laughs> more about Bo-Katan and uh, her kind of like, because she's like reading that story and she's mocking it. It's a like a
1: child's fairy tale kind of thing, dude. Okay, and then just video game shit. The the your side character just walking over and reading something on the wall to explain where you are.
3: Yeah.
2: No, I, I, it, I, I did think that it was funny. That didn't feel like I did that to me. Funny it, it didn't that she feel had like to that. read it off a plaque mm-hmm. because, like, I, I she I thought she was going to just she was just reciting it I from memory because, so. like, because mm-hmm. like royal yeah like royal family like she had to know all this stuff and so when they cut to a plaque I was like you don't need to cut to a plaque I just believe yeah, Bo-Katan yeah. knows this yeah,
0: yeah. continue though um <laughs> and then her seeing the. Uh, What I assume was the mythosaur down there, like floating back up and then, you know, getting out of it. And then that moment where it's supposed to be Mando's moment, trying to like, uh, you know, um, repent for his sins uh, for Death Watch. Right. That becomes more of her moment of like Mm -hmm. second moment, saving him. (laughs) Second moment, saving him. No, but that's not it wasn't about her saving him. It was more about her like becoming a believer again into like more of the hardcore stuff that death watch does believe in. And so that's where, that's where I was excited of like, maybe this is the focus of the show again. Maybe it's just next episode. Who knows? But, yeah. um, that's stuff that that last like 10 minutes. I, I really fucking enjoyed, um, for Dude. building up bo and where we could, uh, see her going for the rest of the season.
2: bo mm-hmm. and Din fighting a mythosaur next episode. I'm into it. Now yeah, here's the thing. I'm- is there in a chance it. in hell
1: with how this show works that one of them doesn't end up writing this thing by the end of the season? No. I don't even know if we see that thing again. Cause no. to me, yeah, to me that wasn't about fighting it or anything
0: or uh, taming it or whatever. To me, that was more of just like the belief that it exists, The belief that it exists in the, uh, for more like character, uh, kind of not growth, but just That's like
2: Chekhov's, that's Chekhov's mythosaur, Barrett. If you show a mythosaur in Act 1, you have to ride it by Act 3. Just like
0: Chekhov's what little little tiny gator dudes underground, you know? Like, once you set yeah. those up in the yeah. little caves, they gotta come after Grogu. Right. Um, but, no,
3: I do see what you're saying, Barrett, in mm. that, like, the mythosaur being there wasn't about the, like, danger that they're in or, like, the state of those things. It was, this is, these are two people that are deeply removed from this planet that are trying to connect with where they come from mm-hmm. and are cu- coming from completely different angles on it that, like, are being faced with their own, like, lore and history in person as adults, and, like, having to navigate how each of them feel about that. And it's dangerous, and it's scary, and they. Yeah. I think that there is a strong chance that they fight it. But it being Knowing there Bob is, Ro, like... Yeah. It's happening.
2: Yeah. It's What's like, happening? Oh,
3: shit, like, this is what Mandalore is, the and, myth- like...
2: The Mythosaur definitely pulled him down into the water. Like yeah. so, and then, oh, so, yeah, so, to the the mythosaurs- me, I thought
0: that was just like he didn't realize there was a drop, and because it's best it guard, he just fucking like shoots down. I
3: went back and I watched it again for that exact reason because I was like, did he just fall?
0: Whatever <laughs> it happened like, it
3: scared
1: th- the shit out of me. You- and I knew yeah. it was coming. I knew he was going to go down, but the way they set it up with the music and the camera angles and stuff I'm like, yeah, he's going down. And it still jump scared me where I I think I
2: screamed. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, it could be like it was either the mythosaur got him or his armor made him fall, but he he looked like he was pulled. His and armor like
3: fall would be so dumb. It yeah, would be it so really
2: dumb. Would. But also I want to say bringing this up again The Death Watch is stinky. Like, like they're stinky. Because he went there to bathe in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. And he (laughs) he didn't take off his helmet. He didn't take Uh off it. He removed his weapons. But then he was like, oh, no, this is how I take a bath. I'm a stinky man well, from no, the stinky man like, when, when he ate the soup, <laughs> like, it was so stupid,
0: so, <laughs> so dumb. It was so good. I, I like <laughs> Alyssa woke up in the middle of me watching this, and she was like. Yo, we about to see butt-ass naked Pedro Pascal's Like, I, I don't you, think so. I, I thought that there was a chance, though. I
2: thought we were gonna get him like no, because then, then it would like the negate
0: the whole like the reason he's taking this bath in the first place is because he showed his face. <laughs> but keep he the helmet on. Maybe
2: as long as you're as long as you're in the water when you put your helmet back on, yeah. it's like you're still in the water, so you're still for I don't know. Or I don't know.
3: Helmet on, armor off. That's what I'm
2: saying. Yeah. That's what I want. You, you know, Lekatan I do. Love said the, no, no. Oh, leave the helmet on.
1: <laughs> that's it. That's it. I, I appreciate seeing Pedro Pascal bleed out while one of his little friends go and help him. You know, that's mm, a theme yeah. going on a lot. And um, I loved Grogu kind of... Uh, the, no. All the Grogu stuff of him leaving to go get Bo-Katan, him kind of being his own character a little bit for the first time. Interesting. I love the animation. It was cute as shit. Goofy as all <laughs> hell. But when they're walking yeah. back in and she's like, you, you can't be frightened right now, whatever... And he, like, gets determined, turns his little light on, and zooms ahead. I was like, fucking go get us. I him, love it. I love, good. it. I love <laughs> Because,
0: again, like, Kevin and I have been talking about off air. Like, this is a 58-year-old baby, you know? Yeah. It's a ridiculous lo- long time for him to be a baby. And so even when Din is, like, telling him things and trying to teach him things, you're like, is he retaining any of this? So <laughs> it was cool where he has to go and, like, you know, he uh, uh, Din tells him, like, go get Bo-Katan, and he gets back to the ship. Somehow, uh, and tells the droid, like, I need to go to this planet because dad told me this is where bo lives, you know? Like, I was like... Alright, this is yes. this is cute. And I like was, it.
2: He's been paying attention to the maps. Mm-hmm. He's been paying uh-huh. attention to the lessons. He's no been way.
3: things out for him while they were driving. Yeah. So they were on their way there. He was like, look, that's the moon. We gotta Here figure out the flippin' though.
0: The flipping still looks weird as shit.
3: No, <laughs> I I love it. What say,
2: it's, they do CGI <laughs> into doll being caught, and I'm good with it. But I do love the way Bo-Katan talks to Grogu. Like, she's yep. pretty sure that she shouldn't be talking to, to grogu like a baby where it's like so you know my you know i where we were actually we fought alongside we a lot cool. of jedi i know a lot of jedi. how strong are you with the force like you know <laughs> she's really talking to him like he's intelligent which a lot of people don't do they just talk to him like he's baby mm-hmm. and i i oh, like that and it's, it, it's very baby. in
0: theme with her character who is always very serious she's very just like yeah you know she's she takes herself very paint. seriously which again was weird with that. last week's episode where she's like, I'm depressed.
1: I'm sad. Yeah.
3: That was very strange. I also, hey, cause I wasn't here last week. Why was she sitting like that?
0: You yeah. know why she was
1: sitting like that? Because it, it was cool, cool as shit,
3: man. Was so there were two sad. things, Sage. It was like I'm so sad. I need depressed. to let you know this, Sage. There's two Let's things
1: talk. that nothing in the world is cooler okay. than one is sitting a little off on a throne chair, okay? okay? And two is two equal-minded people with different ideologies playing chess, all right?
3: Now, yes to the Nothing second cooler. one. Nothing yep. I have to argue, I don't think it was a cool sit. I don't think it was a cool sit. She tried I her think best. the leg was placed awkwardly because it was somewhere between a power sit and a depression sit.
0: Mm-hmm. And then they, they took that note for episode two because then when they introduce her at the throne of episode two, she's mm-hmm. just, she's doing my depressed stance, you know? where she's yeah. just kind of yeah, like yeah, sitting yeah. like this. Slouching right. over her chair, just like, fuck, man, I'm really tired. Just, <laughs> Sasha Banks <laughs> left mean, me. What
2: do you, you think, think her days being... are like? No, honestly, because there's nobody in know. that castle. Uh-huh. It's, just one... uh-huh. it's just the one. Is she just sitting sad then... on that throne all day? I don't like, know if she's in mean, at all any time recently. It.
3: God. What does being queen mean? What does that mean? There's no one there. <laughs> Queen of what?
2: Who cares? She has like Who a little blanket on her throne and she probably right. sleeps there.
3: <laughs> okay, so here's my thing. Again, maybe I'm just like, maybe I'm simply too neurodivergent for this and everybody else let this pass by. But I kept thinking about the way that she was having to hold her leg up there where it's not fully supported. And I was just like, your, your whole core is activated while you're shooting this. <laughs> you're holding that leg there. It's not comfortable. It's not relaxed. It's not chill. It doesn't make any sense. It's like half hanging off there. Anyways, that's it. That was my only real note from last week.
2: Yeah. yeah. No, hey, I love yeah, it. Yeah, no. We, um, you know. I do want to say that we uh, that that one other Bocatan Grogu moment. Uh, the boy was denied soup for the first time. He was denied a soup, but he got the su- he got the rest of the soup from his his papa. Uh-huh. He yeah. did, but the soup was not given to him, and you could tell he was very confused by
1: it. Yeah,
2: <laughs> he was and like he the soup everything? Is- yeah, the soup is for me.
0: It was like when, you know, like when you're making dinner and your pet's like, that's for me, right? And it's like, no, dude, yeah. it's for me. <laughs> like, I got to eat too.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pay the cheese tax. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we, we were
2: talking a little bit
1: about um, the, the big freaking crazy ass General Grievous robot thing. I loved how many yeah. forms it had. And again, I, to say it for the up time, how fucking video games can this shit be? That was a Dark Souls boss. There was dodging and F- parrying. F- yeah. She's under there. Boquete uh, a surprise shit up. Uh,
0: final phase,
1: dude. Straight up, <laughs> yes. And the, but the phases kept coming. I was just like, this is awesome. I had such a good time with it, and like, I just think it's so funny. Like, we didn't we didn't even talk about too much about the. The look of, of Mandalore Mines where it was dark. They were in a cave. I get it. I'm mm. not upset with that at all. Mm. I do think it, it was It looked cool. like it
2: did in Clone Wars.
1: It was cool <laughs> to see the Darksaber light up and like yes. the, just all the blue shields and stuff and pulling with the grapple hook, all this stuff. Cool stuff. It also was, just looked like a video cave. It was the most CG-looking yeah. shit I've ever seen. Yeah
2: what was that spy What does that spider do with its days once again it's a it's a Bo-Katan <laughs> situation where I'm like that spider's see, just it? waiting for one guy <laughs> yeah I mean that, that is- like when's
0: the last time a person is even step like foot like I know that Mando got the little shard of glass or whatever the, to possibly yeah. prove that it's not uh, toxic down there but it's like realistically what was the last time per- not only a person stepping foot on Mandalore but making it all the way down to where they did Yeah, oh, like- and also he's probably eaten- but I guess the Probably the weird, the, the weird, the weird, uh, the monkey the dudes, yeah, yeah, weird monkey man. who were was, was, uh, was really alamites
1: lost. or whatever. I, when she, um, like pushed him away or Grogu away, which was adorable, um, and then she like shot up at the thing. What, what was happening there? Like, wh- is
2: that just how they sleep? She knew, she knew that they were going to ambush from up there,
0: yeah. She saw, she and so saw what the were shadows of them like walking around.
2: Oh, see okay. Uh, she she hear them I, I, I thought that they were you remember being in Fett, like a sack. No. We've <laughs> seen when we've seen Boba Fett's helmet, we know that he's he's got thermals and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we're supposed to we're I think what we were supposed to get from that situation is that while Din is very good at what he does, Bo Katan was trained to do this her entire life, including mm-hmm you know including using the technology to its fullest and so I think Bo-Katan walks in there and she's immediately doing thermals yeah she's doing like she's doing audio and she probably was just like yeah she's a pro
1: I just she's I, a pro. I appreciate a couple things about it because one when Mando first goes in and jumps down activates his jetpack and like kind of slowly goes down cool as shit seeing the shot of yeah. him and Grogu going down I'm like this is just dope Love his the ears visuals. flapping and then <laughs> later when Bo goes down she's just flying she's going yeah. super fast and he's going down and his little ears are flapping around I'm like this is fucking perfect but then you get down there and i start questioning like she's shooting stuff and i'm like at the end of the day however you want to look at it she just came in and started shooting motherfuckers they didn't do anything to her like they were just chilling and she just recognized them them.
2: she was like these things used to be outside the city Mm -hmm. and they were like dangerous and so she's like oh now they're inside so she
1: knows that's 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 great like that's great oh then like before, they used to be out there. So now I kill them for being in here. Well, because I,
2: what I got from that is if you left the city, those things would attack you. Mm-hmm. And so it's like she knows that they are hostile. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I got from it. Um, somebody was saying that, the, that the, the thing was made of glass, maybe. But I'll tell you what. We need to get some gaffers in Hollywood because nothing is lit. Nothing. So I didn't. No, no t- television show is lit right now, so I didn't know that. I thought it was um, a sack. I thought it was a living sack. I thought something
1: ate them. Sack. I was confused. I, I had no idea it was rock. up there.
2: I don't know. I thought it was a ledge. Couldn't see a damn thing. You no know, idea honestly. what's up there. Still don't know. I didn't <laughs> I have this I problem. I
0: didn't have the I'll same problem know. that y'all did. Please I don't know what's up off. with my TV. What do you
2: got your TV cranked to, though? I don't know. I got know. my HDR on, and it's just like, this is dark. There's it's There dark. was one weird shot.
0: That kept flickering back and forth to super dark and then normal on my uh, on my mm-hmm. screen when Mando was about to take his uh, big old bath. But that was it. Mm-hmm. Everything else like looked fine to
1: me. So I, I don't know what everybody else is complaining about.
0: So here we are, dark.
1: wrapping this one up. Do we have any final thoughts on the Mandalorian episode two? I'm excited okay. for the rest so of it. Cool. <laughs> I I think this is a,
0: it's definitely been been a weird first showing for this season. Um, and I think that's reflective of like, I don't feel like anybody's talking about this show right now, um, but we'll see what that story is like in a, in a couple of weeks and uh, see where we pick up and see what other cool storylines or characters that are picked up along the way. You guys,
2: I'm excited to see Bo-Katan and Din spend actual time together when they're not in the middle of like a heist or no, a, no. or a fight or a thing because the moments that we're seeing them together are really good because it it gives more depth to the dark watch and it gives more depth to what's been happening with Bokatan remember we still don't know we've still haven't seen what the empire did to lay waste to Mandalore, like we still we haven't actually seen it. Um, it was just one shot. shot we
0: we we we've seen a couple of shots. There was one in Boba Fett, and there's one in Mando season two, I believe. And they're very yeah, quick. but it was though. like
2: it was just like boom, boom. Like yeah. we don't we don't have the story. I'm excited to see how how the Mandalorians all got to where they are now, mm-hmm. and I think we're gonna get more of that as as Din and Bo Katan sort of learn more about each other.
3: Uh, I love my morally opposed Mandalore mom and dad. Uh, (laughs) I I look forward to this very much. I agree with you, Tim. I do think that that's like one of the coolest tropes is two people that are like, hey, we have to do this together, but are like, like, misaligned in it, where you're like, well, it's not that one of you is the villain and one of you is the hero. Uh, You both have, like, informed backgrounds that are rich and uh, affect your decision-making and what you think is right for it. But we're figuring out what it looks like to revive a planet of people Mm. um, and what, and who's approach to that makes sense um because you want to automatically be like it's jen but it isn't necessarily he comes from Mm -hmm. a cult i don't know he doesn't know what's necessarily best for those people he hasn't really been one of those people for his whole life um so i think it's very interesting i'm very open to where the season is going but i'm also with barrett on like i have no freaking idea
2: yeah from where well, we're at right we, now,
3: I know what's how to finish this exact scene, and that's about it. Once we finish mm. this like scene of them getting out of the mines, I do not know what happens next.
2: And remember, we've got Sabine Wren coming. Yeah. Is that
0: confirmed we for got, for
2: Mando? I, it's not confirmed for Mando, but there is a cat like Sabine Wren has been cast. Mm-hmm. So sure.
0: So I would love to see her, th- but like, and, and it would be, it would make sense to introduce her before you know diving deep into her and Ahsoka's journey in, uh, in Ahsoka. Uh, whenever we've that got comes a out,
2: third Mando perspective coming, which oh, is going to be very I, interesting, I, I and, that,
0: and sure. that's someone who actually like did successfully lead Mandalorians for a, a very short while, but still. Mm-hmm. Um, so that yeah, that, I, I think that's a cool perspective to to build off of my idea from last week of you know. A show called Book of Boba Fett was about uh, Grogu leaving what he was supposed to be, to be with the one he loved, his his papa. Um, and then, you know, maybe this season of Mandalorian is Mando leaving what he thinks he's supposed to be, to be the father to to Grogu, right, of uh, being this hardcore mm-hmm. uh, cult Death Watch Mandalorian. I think there still might be something interesting there, especially seeing where they left off Sabine uh, at the end of episode two. It would be interesting to see both of them kind of uh, flip and kind of end up on the side that they are, the other was originally on, right, of, of uh, Bo-Katan kind of being... Um, Less hardcore about the whole uh, Death Watch stuff at the beginning. Maybe we see Mando go on that journey of, of being less indoctrinated in all of that. And then on the flip side, seeing Bo-Katan become a little bit more hardcore. I don't know if that's actually where they were, uh, will go, but that was an idea that I had last yeah. night that I think would be interesting. But it's,
1: Yeah. I, I think I think that you're you're on the right track. I, I don't think that they're gonna end it with a flip. I think it's gonna be more of like a, a team up group up of creating a new Mandalore and a new what mm. what should Mandalorian yeah. rule be and all that stuff. But I do think the armorer is the villain of the season.
3: <laughs> i don't yeah. I, I
1: think the armor is going to be Ooh, there. The, the big bad or, or whatever i'm having a blast with this show it's dumb as fucking shit it is unique <laughs> as hell in it's formatting and I, at this point i'm here for it bring on the nonsense and let's have fun everybody let us know in the comments below what you thought of episode two what theories you have for episode three and fuck it anything you think just leave in the comments i want to see i want to see what you have to say sage where can people find you
3: you can find me everywhere on the internet, at NotSage. But most of all, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Pixel Circus, where Anthony and I host a show together called It's Too Early every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning. We talk about games and pop culture and movies and stuff. Come check it out.
1: Barboni, what about you? Yeah, I'm there too. <laughs> you gotta love it, everybody. Uh,
2: until next week, may the force be with you.